0: STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Here we go. We're back. Hey. Is that Joe? How's it going, sir? Good, brother. How are you doing? How you doing? You look so stern today.
1: Uh, I can't. I've lost you my windows here.
0: <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Regular IT wizard.
1: There we are. There's there your you pretty go. little mug.
0: There we go. Cool, man. <sighs> so what's going on? Mm, you know, usual stuff. I was thinking maybe we should actually sound a little bit professional today and you give everyone uh, your standard intro, let everyone know what they're listening to.
2: Hmm.
0: What do you think about that? Sure. Oh, I just closed that window. I did. I, I lost it now.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Welcome, guys. You're listening to STC Pod. I'm Joe, and with me, as always, is my co host, Bill. That's where you say hi, Bill.
0: Oh, it's so, uh, yeah. Okay. Hi.
1: Uh, so before we start off, just wanted to quickly remind everybody to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash start to continue. And you can follow Bill on Twitter at STCPod. You can check me out at ACDecepticon. You can bookmark STCPod.com. Uh, listen to us. I'm just talking to somebody. It's Bill. Hey. That's, it my, uh, that's my wife that just uh, came in. Hey, howdy. Is everything cool? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right on. We were just, uh, I interrupted the, uh, what's that movie with uh, uh, the Khaleesi? The really movie one that she did where she's like the house, uh, the caretaker for the disabled person there.
0: You got me, pal. Yeah.
1: Oh, whatever. It came out last year anyway i was having a nice little uh, romantic movie watch with my wife, and then I realized, oh, my other work wife uh, needs me. But as I was saying, uh, you can listen to us in iTunes under the title of search STC Pod, and for all of our episodes, you can find them on stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, you got to check out some of the great podcast blogs and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. And as always, thanks again for everybody for tuning in every Friday morning, which is when we post a new episode. Now on
0: with the show. On with the show. We almost had a guest star there. Yeah, almost. That would have been groundbreaking for this show. People just nearly fell off their chair right there. (laughs) I tell you, if we could offer up the video, what I just saw. People would line up to give uh, to Patreon for uh, for us to uh, get that piece uh, of that video. That was a bit of awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just come come straight with everything right there. So came clean. Yeah. I've been doing a podcast for two years. <laughs> More than one. Uh, are we cool? Can we push on forward? We can push on forward. Okay. All righty. Whew. Man, that was crazy. Hmm. I bet you you love that. <laughs> I do love it. Everyone. I think everyone just loved that moment. That's a piece of trivia, STC pod trivia forever.
1: <laughs>
0: Look well, at you. You don't, you don't need a light on in that room. Now you're the redness of your face. Is, is it? I mean, right. The whole room.
1: <laughs> and there goes my camera off. Oh, good. That's
0: That'll right. help with the conversation. All right. Just cause it's you. <laughs> hey, what did you think of that, uh, the video I showed you earlier this week?
1: Oh, it was really good. I enjoyed it
0: with the, uh, I, Zelda breath of the breath of the, what, what's it called? The wild breath of the wild, of course, breath of the wind, the, I don't know. the hottest trying. game. I'm hottest trying hottest not game. to pay attention to it all, you know, cause it's, it's going to be spoiled for everyone. You know, those of us that aren't getting the game right away. So I'm trying to keep out of the, the Zelda breath of the wild franchise. I think, I
1: think you should be watching the, 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 let's play videos. Like I have been.
0: No, no, no. There's no need to do that. Hey, look at that. Here we have a huge guest star coming on. Is that lady J?
2: Sure is. How are you?
0: Good. How are you? I was just saying about, uh, the Zelda breath of the wild blowing through the internet right now and i'd shown uh my co-host joe over there a little video called links arousing starring you
2: indeed yes that's funny. indeed
0: taking the internet to storm right there uh so are you catching the wave of all this zelda hype Uh, was it just uh did you have this ready to go at the right time or uh
2: um it's it funny because it kinda of worked out to be honest. We we had a backup plan as far as you know the release of it, but we wanted to do it at Magfest.
0: Well, let me give you a proper introduction. I'm sorry for being rude here. Let's see. This is Lady J. If you guys don't know who Lady J is, what is your problem? I can go right <laughs> to her I can go right to her presser right here. And it says uh Lady J has been breaking the mold of what can be done by female MC. Her aggressive style is often described as a punch in the face by fans and a wake up call by newcomers. Uh, Your ultimate goal is to motivate the masses with your music and to be who you are without fear, overcome all obstacles and stand for what they believe. Yes. yes. That's something. Yeah, man. That is is awesome.
2: It's hard, especially in this community. Um, You know, this gamers and geeks. Like, we, we love what we do, and we tend, honestly, from what I've observed, because I feel like I'm always kind of on that edge where, you know, the mainstream and the, and, you know, nerdcore underground scene merge. Even in school, I was beating up bullies because they were messing with nerds. But mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, it, nothing is better than, you know, nothing beats just saying what you want, instead of trying to fit this mold to feel some kind of way. Like there's no point to uh, spread that message.
1: Uh, is, that, is that the message you try to get across in most of your, your songs or your albums? Like, the, is that the main, main theme, I guess, you want people to take from it?
2: I would honestly say um, the main thing, Be Who You Are Without Fear kind of embodies the company because uh, Breakfast System is a company. And and a label and everything we do is people see that we're doing it, doesn't necessarily matter. Um, and you know, there's really no judgment. <laughs> and I never judge. But uh, I would say the stuff in my music, it has more of a feel behind the mental aspect of what people do, and it kind of it stems from that because even in the you know, Link's arousing, I'm talking to Zelda saying, yo. I like to give my man a chance. Like what's going on? And I think that's usually where my music kind of falls. It, it's a mental thing. It's like, yo, either, what are you doing? It makes you think a little more, even if it's silly, there's always that undertone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, you had some great lines in the links, uh, arousing video for sure. Uh, munch on your dunk hunt. <laughs> How could no one have thought of that already? That is brilliant.
2: <laughs> With a little duck fly. Yeah. I, I, I love <laughs>
1: I love that. Oh man, who, who did the eight-bit graphics for that uh, video?
2: Um, sound Productions. Actually, uh, a guy named Ben. He is really good, really, really good. He uh, actually done like campaign videos and you know more boring stuff, but high-end things as well. Ooh. So uh, him and Paleface, they're kind of a duo, and they came together with like most of the visual aspect of the story. So I was highly impressed after I saw it. I was like, wow, okay, you, you got it. And most of the time I have something to say or, you know, it's like, uh, I think you should change that or whatever, but I had no feedback. It was great.
0: Absolutely. What's the history of this song? How how long ago does it go back where you started uh, getting the words figured out?
2: Man, so it actually does go back way far. So I met Paleface. He's actually a client of the recording studio. I'm actually in the recording studio currently. Um. And he, like, I was talking to him about what we do and what I was starting, like, Nerdcore. And he's like, wow, what's that? So he's like a comedic rapper. If you, you can find his stuff at uh, the people of Channel 4, uh, 38. The people at Channel 38. And he has a bunch of stuff. But he never really did a Nerdcore song. So for an entire year, he was bouncing ideas back and forth, different, you know, uh, different lines, checking them and, and all this. And he played like. Like, he, he played the... the oh, Which one was it? <laughs> the one on the Game Boy. Oh, What's man. man, man yes, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> but, um... So he played it, and, and he understood it, and he's just like, wow, th- this is out here? Like, people do this? Like, I'm like yes! Yes! I find a lot of people who, you know, they'll kind of make nerdcore have the geeky aspect and, and elements in their music and just don't know, the not familiar with the genre at all. So, yeah, this has gone back about a year and a half and finally kind of came, came to life.
0: And you, uh, like, when did the idea come to make this uh, video rather than just, you know, an album or a track off an album?
2: That actually, it kind of got paired with um, the track itself. Uh, in fact, I think the video, at even before the track was completed or the lyrics were completed, the video already started you know, forming. So yeah, it went hand in hand at the same time.
0: Well, well it definitely works. That's for sure. You got the nerd core and wreck uh, the system. What is wreck the system? Tell us about it.
2: Yeah. Wreck the system. We are, um, we're pretty much a nerd core group. We've been together for about a year and We have several things. The first thing we had was called Tokens, which was a collective of different nerdcore artists, as well as Mega Ran, Last Word Vendors, RPG Unit, um, you know, Kadesh Flow. All of those guys were on it. And um, all the people I met, they, you know, some of them were already very well known, uh, or at least up and coming in the nerdcore community, like Twill Distilled. She, she had been doing it for a while, and Cam 3, who's also in the group, is my producer. So we just came together, and, and <laughs> we really do some amazing shows, man. I can't, I can't even front. We practice a lot. You know, there's a lot of choreography. It's, it's like none other
1: from what do, I've seen. Do the group of you always play together at the same shows? Like you said, Cam 3, there's uh, DJ Mutiny, Cyrus oh. Green. You guys are always together at the shows,
2: pretty much. Yeah. Uh, if it's wreck the system show, then yes. Um, but individually, there are shows. Uh, the Still has been getting shows in Ohio because that's where she's based, and I think uh, Osiris Green might be going to A3C possibly. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, most of the time we are together. But when we split up, it's still very much show the same amount of energy. That's what I hear a lot. Our shows have a lot of energy,
1: so. And did you hit it? Did you hit it off as a group together when you guys first met?
2: Yeah, it just it it just happened so easily. Like, it wasn't even the intention because like the System really is the label, and as well as it started off as a recording studio actually, and um, the System Recordings. So that's why our shirts actually say the System Recordings. That's the origins of it. And when people got together, you know we. We just kept doing collabs and we did you know when we did our shows together because of tokens because a lot of the times we were all in the same songs in the um you know compilation it just made sense and people started referring to us as oh man it's wreck the system yeah look wreck the system and we're just like oh i like that yeah we were you know it's kind of it just fell into place so it's pretty awesome i can say
1: now when I, when I got your presser, I started delving into uh, some of the history here and, and what you guys actually stand for. And I, I'm, more, I'm kind of really interested in the backstory to it all and where it came from. Like it says here, um, okay. uh, with their best interest in mind, Lady J encourages clients and associates not to fall blindly to the system put in place for them, as well yes. as putting high priority in networking, communication, and quality services given with skills and experience. Is, was, there, was there an incident or, or something that uh, at some point in your life that really caused you to uh, change your perspective or make yourself really think in this positive manner? Hmm.
2: Well, um, I lost my mom in 2015. I can't say that that was the key factor. It's more like it, it made me stronger. And, and despite that happening, you know, I excelled. Especially after that happened because all of this is really came up within uh, a couple of years, but um I think what happened for real is me observing how many people were unhappy and the motivation behind it was my mom. she pushed happiness no matter what um, my dad, who is really kind of obsolete, not in the picture, tried to you know make me into what seemed like you know, really a female, like he would hate for me to wear these, this hat and everything, want me to put on a dress and things like that. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't care if I'm a girl. It's not, you know, it's it's not for me. And I would think that's the only thing. But then once I rejected that, my mom took my side and I saw so many other people going through either the same thing or similar things where they didn't want to be somewhere. And it seemed like there's a system, you know, it seemed like it was just this, That's how you're supposed to be. That's how you're supposed to contribute to society. Who wants to fucking do that? (laughs) You know? So that, I've seen that throughout my life, and I can't say that anything devastating happened to me, but it did encourage this whole frame of thinking.
0: Yeah, that is super inspirational. Thanks for sharing us uh, with that story.
2: Yeah. Not a problem. But yo, I have a question for you guys. Actually, um, back to links arousing. Did you get the fact that it was supposed to be like a corny, jokey type video? Because it's funny. I've been getting mixed mixed reviews on that.
1: Uh, well, that's how I took it. Yeah. No, what surprised. do you mean? Like, what kind of uh, what kind of reviews or comments have you been getting about it? Like,
2: so I've gotten. Um, Yet I don't know if Paleface specifically Paleface he's a funny guy so he 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 doesn't care but he's just like uh was he serious was he did did he you know was it supposed to be a joke like they didn't get his jokes versus uh you know oh man this is funny he's being like ironic and obviously funny mm-hmm. ha ha so I've been getting kind of both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. and um in that regard. So I was wondering if it was received differently for you guys.
0: No, I enjoyed it as a, as a funny thing. I was laughing my way through it. You had some (laughs) killer lines. It was funny. No. Okay. Okay, cool. At least you're engaging, you're engaging all sides. Then at least your audience, you're getting all kinds of audience with uh, getting both sides of it.
2: Oh yeah. It's funny. I think, I think the side that was wondering if it was funny or not were like hardcore fans that were like, "Yo, yeah, this is funny," but he didn't mention this, and you guys aren't doing this, and he mentioned a game that was out of. Them. I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that, that's cool. Well, that's
0: true. You're definitely going to run into that. You're going to get that hardcore uh, Zelda audience that needs things, you know, very particular, in very particular exact.
2: ways. I love everyone, but I, uh, I love them all. <laughs>
0: Would you call it a parody? This song,
2: yes, absolutely. Or a tribute? <laughs> it's totally a parody.
0: Yeah, it's great. Links arousing. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. So AJ, you're a you're
1: a fan, obviously, of uh, anime and video games. Yeah, very much so. What uh, can you? What I'm an anime fan as well. What kind of uh, particular ones are you into?
2: Um, I ain't mad. That that's always usually a harder question to answer. I think I tend to fall for the very deep, but yet it has humor. Because you know, there's anime where it's just like, oh, it's sad. It it is action packed, then it's sad again, or then it's a little funny It is sad. I would say a really really good example of this would be Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. If Full Metal Alchemist in general, but you know, Brotherhood is the one that everyone talks about. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Is that oh. one of the newer ones or is it uh
2: like full metal fml? It's um it's been out for a while. I can't even like put a year on it, but uh Brotherhood was a remake or re-release of it that I believe kind of short some things up, made the story a bit clearer, but it was it is dealing with alchemy, like mm-hmm. real life stuff and you know, even the Boys in there lost their mom. Everybody knows the story, at least the beginning. They lost their mom and they went on a quest to try to figure out how to be alchemists. So there's a whole lot of humor in there, as well as a lot of serious, true to life things. So if it's not that, then it's the pure comedy, like you know, Azumanga Daio and <laughs> mm. you know, Unlucky Star. However, oh, and Attack on Titan. That that was probably a little less comedy, but more serious. So. Yeah, in that realm, that's that's where I lean towards.
1: And how about uh, video game playing? Is it? Um, I know a lot of, at least from what I gather, uh, what songs like from Token and and some of the other albums, it seems to focus, at least in my opinion, a lot around Nintendo. Hmm. Is that is that would you would you say that's your your main system that you like to play, or is there a, ironically
2: a... no actually? No? A
1: lot of people don't kill me, but
2: no, I think PlayStation and way back when I was, I was in the Sega. I, I mean, I've always been that person who liked both. Cause you know, there's the wars between PlayStation and Xbox, a Sega, and Nintendo. I had a Sega. I obviously love Sonic. So <laughs> I was, you know, more into Sonic, played more Sonic games than Mario. That's why I'm like, okay, I guess I'm team Sega, but. Um, I
0: hear you. I'm on my yeah. team. with you. Say what? I'm on that team with you. Yeah.
2: Team team. But um, <laughs> the games that I would find myself playing, I'm a huge fan of final fantasy. I have a, you know, an album dedicated to final fantasy called our fantasy II, Yep. And um fighting games. I love Tekken, you know, I love Dead or alive. And if it's not an RPG or a fighting game, it would be a horror game like silent Hill resident evil, you know, mm-hmm. but
1: have you played the latest resident evil? Yes, <laughs> I did. What'd you think of it? Did they make? Because I was a Resident Evil fan as well, but I found um, I think after number four, I mm-hmm. really started to get bored. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, and then I I think I haven't played this one yet, but I have some friends that have bought it, and they said they made a, a really good comeback with this version, and and probably have a lot of fans returning to the series
2: yes uh, they did it's it brings back a good sense of what resident evil lost after four because i i completely agree with you uh after four was like what what he what's going on but it also brought an element in there that wasn't in resident evil but it fit and complemented perfectly that would be my description of what this one is
0: were you playing it on the vr or uh
2: I want to, I um, but no, I was just playing it on PS4. Uh, I actually started probably like, you know, the very beginning at my uh, brother's house. Cause he's, Chris, he, he's my go-to guy about game information and he just lets me borrow things or, you know, test them out before I buy them. Like he's the game guru, but he let me borrow it. So I got to get back to it after I get out the studio. <laughs>
0: Oh, it looks too scary for me?
2: <laughs>
0: Definitely the VR. I I think it'd be torture for me to do the VR experience of that Resident Evil game. You too know, scary.
2: I want to be tortured. I think it's hard for me to get scared. <laughs> That's the point. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, this is creepy, but I would actually be scared. So I really do want to try it.
0: Are you keeping up on the, the modern consoles? Are you always staying uh, up to date?
2: i try um i tend to wait maybe a year that's kind of my rule i want to wait a year see how it's doing and everything keep up with things and then i'll go out and buy it so i do have the latest one uh ps4 uh and this i'm not sure about the switch like i said you know it just came out it's interesting if we end up going on tour like consistently because we have I think in April every weekend we are going to perform somewhere, but that's not really the kind of tour. I'm like six months. Then I'll get the switch and be straight. <laughs> right mm-hmm. now, it's like uh, I'm I'm cool.
0: Yeah, I like to wait eight or ten years before get into, uh, <laughs> you know, make sure it's got its legs and everything. <laughs> oh man! Well, geez, there's rumors now. I just read yesterday uh, the next PlayStation PlayStation Five. There's rumors uh, next year it could come out.
2: What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: 2018. And of course Xbox has this uh what's it called Scorpio project or Oh my god. That's due later this year, so it's hard to keep up.
2: Is it just me or does it seem like as the generations, you know, kind of progress, they are coming out with these consoles quicker and quicker? Oh like, yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if it, you know, if I was a kid, it just wasn't paying attention to times, or if I'm an adult and the times just going by really fast. Like I, but Jesus, the PS4 just came out what three, two years ago. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it seems like we played the Nintendo forever and then finally made the switch to something else. But maybe it was quick back then. I don't know. Like you said. So I, think, I think
1: it's a bit of a factor, too, where these companies want to make more and more profit, right? So I think they make their their majority of profit in the sales of the actual game systems as opposed to the games.
2: That would make sense. So yeah. That would definitely make sense. And also, I wonder, my, my only concern with that is the uh, quality. Because, you know, it, they, they could kind of put out some... Half done, you know, not so great products. So far PlayStation, I can't say has done that. PlayStation has progressed very well, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, Nintendo, they've had a couple of bumps and everything, but, uh, and I, I don't, I haven't owned enough Xboxes or really followed them like that, but um, I just, I just don't want them to get lazy. You know, I don't want them to get money hungry. I really want them to stick to their quality. So if it needs to take longer, then let it, you know, so we'll see though.
1: Speaking of games, are you a physical copy person or a digital?
2: I am still, I would say I probably have only bought two games because I get all of them from my brother. So, uh, I guess physical since I'm between borrowing and, um, I bought overwatch, like the physical copy. Yeah. And then I bought watchdog. So, I'd say physical. Okay. Uh, Rob, it's something uh, about actually owning, you know, tangibly to touching it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I take it your brother's a physical copy guy. Then sounds like he's a yeah. real gamer and more of the old school. So, mm-hmm. very much so. Nice.
0: <laughs> so, are you a collector though? Do you have to hold on to it forever and amass a huge collection to stare at?
2: You know, I wish I did. I <laughs> I'm originally from Long Beach, California, and we moved to maryland um my 10 years ago 11 years ago but i had so many sega games i think eventually i am going to be a collector because there's there's a place around here called pandora's cube and yes i'm shouting them out they are amazing they have all kinds of retro games fixed consoles and things like that so i just keep buying games that i've played before and it might advance into something bigger than that. Like, oh, man, I know this game. I want to frame it and all this other stuff. So I think I'm on that, that track.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. What's the Sega Genesis game that, that you're looking to get back in the in the collection? Must be one that's been nagging at you.
2: Yeah. Which one was it? I think there's a game called Zombie a- Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Mm-hmm that that game cuz i had it but you know over time it just doesn't work i tried to get it repaired it doesn't work so if i can get my hands on that again i used to play that game with my mom all the time it was like her favorite game so i definitely want it
1: i think that one's actually a little pricey too now isn't it oh,
2: yeah yeah a
1: couple from, hundred bucks for it
2: uh-huh from what i've seen like you mm. know on ebay and everything it's not easy to get but one day one day <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of favorites, um, I know, well, I've read anyway, that uh, you've got at least 11 years in audio engineering. Yeah, that 13, that? So, 13,
2: to so 13 to be exact.
1: For, for all the albums that um, Rectus Systems has done, have you been the audio engineer for them?
2: Mm-hmm. I, I sure have. I'm the, I'd say I'm the lead chief head engineer, however you want to put it, because there are other engineers, like record system recordings is fully staffed. There's other engineers who work here. And, you know, people come and go, or they've been fired and hired or whatever, you know, everything is held at a very high expectation Mm -hmm. for the company. And I believe that's a huge reason for, you know, success with anything. Um, Yeah, so I could give credit to engineer named Candyman, to Osiris Green because he is also an engineer and a pretty damn good one. And uh John um the guy named Andrew. So there's been kind of engineers who have fixed and tweak things but I've always been like the final mastering, you know, engineer for each project.
1: Okay. So we had asked you some of your favorite games. What's your favorite the system album that you've done?
2: Oh man. They're like sitting right here. I would I would honestly have to say uh, this one, Rage Quit, main reason why, like, if this is my best friend right here. We did a photo shoot in my room, in my personal room, and on the front cover, it's a PS1 smashed. She went in there with a axe hammer and smashed the P- <laughs> station. and we had a photo shoot with it. And she, you know, it's called Rage Quit. So she's like playing a game and, you know, getting mad and all this other stuff. And the process was awesome. And it's my best work because since Wreck the System for real only has like two albums, like together as a collective. And there's been, Osiris Green had an album called Potential Energy and Twill Distill with Planet Twill and Distill Screams. So, but we only got two. So Rage Quit, I would say is my favorite so far
0: with more to come the final fantasy stuff was before uh wrecked system got together right
2: yeah final fantasy man that that is such a uh like a dear album to my heart man because cam 3 was with me like it really started off with me and cam 3 and then i met everybody kind of coming up individually next was justin then twill then osiris was the last one but he cam produced all the beats except for one and you know we were in there and i was going through like losing my mom like she had cancer i was go- in a really bad relationship and you know kind of building myself because i've always been that artist that's looking for you know okay who is lady J? I want to stick to my vision i don't want to get thrown off because i kind of i was signed to label before you wouldn't even recognize me <laughs> if you saw those pictures and um you know i found myself in that album like that that is lady j that is the you know the image and form and sound that i want so it's yeah but it came right before Wreck the system really started
0: uh, i i was kind of blown away by it uh, when i was listening to it oh yeah it, it's it what we're talking like a concept album here and i don't think anyone's really done that through the vision of final fantasy and it was really cool
2: I, I i wanted to i really wanted it to take off a little more you know and i think in the long run it will kind of resurface we do have a plan and i can give a tidbit on um i plan on put it re putting it out with a couple of bonus tracks and naming it bonus materia mm-hmm. so yeah. now with the success of wreck the system it can get a little more shine but yeah that it was so cool, you know, the overall concept, our fantasy is Final Fantasy in the real world put together because it, it, it does relate. Like who wouldn't want a Phoenix down to revive somebody who's dying, you know? And who wouldn't want certain things that Final Fantasy has that we go through every day? And how can you judge somebody for wanting that? So it's, yeah,
0: definitely deep. People definitely have to check that one out for sure. Um. Yeah. What's the website? Wreckthesystem.com? .net. .net.
2: Some random rock band, or it's a dead link. But yeah, we have to get to .net. (laughs) So it is Wreckthesystem.net. You can find our stuff.
0: All your stuff, sir. Definitely check out that Final Fantasy stuff, man. That was cool.
2: Thank you so much.
0: And you know you can keep going Final Fantasy forever, like they they're continuing the video games forever. So, <laughs>
2: and I am at the end of Final Fantasy 15 now, man. Really? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It you know I think just like any game, it has its qualms, but it was really good. If you get into the characters and start really caring about who they are, it's good. If you don't, it might lack a little bit. So,
0: Joe, how far are you on that? Mm.
1: You give up? no i didn't give up but i'm only about uh 10 hours into the game
0: oh,
1: okay. uh, i am enjoying it though I, I took a bit of a break from it because much like uh, resident evil the few previous final fantasies before this one were very lackluster and and and, and pretty boring in my opinion
2: mm-hmm. and
1: um 13. i'm really i'm really impressed with what i see so far with this one um Yeah, you're right, though, when you say it's really if you can invest yourself into the characters, then you're really going to enjoy the game. And I think that's probably where Final Fantasy, uh, for the most part, succeeds with their uh, character development.
2: Very good. And I just like driving and doing random stuff with them and, and just seeing what they're talking. Like the commentary is probably the best part of the game. Them just interacting with each other. And it's so different from any other Final Fantasy. So it's it's cool. Yeah, I, I definitely say, you know, anybody listening,
0: give it a shot. So uh, you're saying you're hitting the road soon, going on uh, a bit of a tour. What, what kind yeah. of shows can, uh, where should people be looking for you?
2: Well, I'm pulling up the schedule. Uh, we are going to be in Ohio at Shimazukon. Yep, that's the weekend of the, April 15th, then we'll be at Yoikon the weekend of... Uh, april 29th and we're supposed to be also going to what's called nova fest which is um like a it's in virginia but it's a uh, film festival so we're performing there and there was something vandal uh vandal fest that's coming up really soon that's in baltimore at the wind-up space on the
0: 25th you got that happening you got the the studios flying down there got lots of people coming in what do you say to someone who wants to go in this direction with their music and you know they're in high school maybe or just finishing up high school and they have this this music inside them but uh, what can you do what can you do with it how do they how do they make the next step to to what you're doing
2: it's hard to find and sometimes i think people get lucky you know between luck and just determination But a team is really, really important. You know, even if it's just three of you guys, I would say get a team or, you know, make the money you need so you can pay people to do certain things. Because I can't, I'm doing a lot, but I cannot do everything. And my team is, I give full, full credit to for, you know, the successes so far. Um, Also, determination, because life always happens. You know, some. Something's gonna happen, you know. Nothing's perfect, so I would say be determined. Um, don't be afraid to find a team, and also don't be afraid of you know, stepping out of your vision a little bit because it's hard, especially for creatives, to feel like something is being compromised or something is changing. Because that's what happens. That's the fear of bringing in a team because everybody has their own things, and you might bump heads, but step outside a little bit because in the end it may just come right back or it'll be centered. As long as you have the right people around you.
0: For sure. Yeah. You gotta be able to bend a little bit. Yeah. Do you get many stragglers come knocking at your door with just maybe a demo and saying, what do I do?
2: (laughs) I, yeah, I think there's several, like it it almost seems like two hats because as an audio engineer, um, I have clients in here who they're asking like, oh, what should I do or how does my music sound? And I give them the perspective of being prepared for, you know, the next step versus somebody who's like, oh, looking at me as label heads, like, yo, what are you looking for? Then I tell them what they need to have. So it's... I I do get that a lot, and I get a lot of people want to be signed, but they're nowhere near nerdcore, and we're not at the point where mainstream is our uh, our complete target. But hopefully, with this next single, Hotel Party, we'll be able to cross over and finally kind of complete what we um have to do.
0: Hmm. Hotel Party. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. When's that happening?
2: Um, it's still to be announced because it's, uh, also pairing with a album we're going to be coming out with. And that's also to be announced, but I could say late this year, you know, definitely look forward to another Rector System album.
1: Very cool. Will there be a video for, for the single as well? Absolutely. There will be.
0: Where do you see this, uh, the nerdcore thing going? Is it, is it just going to keep growing or oh yeah, do I- slowing down at some point?
2: I see it growing because it is spilling over into the mainstream. And, I mean, honestly, mainstream is where a lot of the money is. It's just, you know, the masses. That's what it seemed to me. People use the term mainstream, but it's the masses. So uh, you have people like Kanye West coming out with albums, I think, at the end of this year, that literally is literally based off games. Uh, I don't know much about it, but that's all he's put out. Then there's several artists like Migos who are doing videos of like, they're like, you know, uh, Mario characters and everything. And you you see that all the time and it's happening a little more and more. So I do see this growing as long as the Nerdcore community does not hold themselves back. There's a lot of purists here and they feel like it needs to stay that, like you know tight and all this other stuff and those people made fun of them in school so they don't they don't want anything to do with them but yeah we got to break that man i know megaron is trying to cross that boundary and i'm with them
1: i know it's been a number of years already where you know hollywood has sort of embraced the nerd culture in terms of you know marvel studios and all that stuff do you take a bit do you take a bit of satisfaction in knowing that the mainstream has pretty much really accepted the nerd culture
2: um i'd say so i guess i didn't think too thoroughly about you know the making the marvel movies i don't yeah, that, that does go hand in hand with the purists being mad because they're not sticking entirely to the exact comic book script and versus other people who are now being introduced to, you know, the geek community and actually kind of come in and they come more to the cons and they grow because the mainstream is uh, broadcasting it. So yeah, I could definitely say I'm satisfied with that. And, um, For them to be open-minded and i would like for the nerdcore community and our community as well to be open-minded about them
0: wow that would be great if the world could be (laughs) open-minded that would be something
2: (laughs) we just need enough you know it won't be everybody but a large body of people or or a leader you know somebody to really take us there you know it'll open up many more people
0: absolutely uh, going back to links arousing, is there any uh, future big events where you're going to be unveiling that? Is there any other outlets that you're going to be premiering the video?
2: It, I think all of it is in notation. You know, I can't even I can't even say off the top of my head where it will be played. I believe we do plan on playing it at Um That there, there's an opportunity there. But as far as solid, you know, sources, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I said, well, we definitely want our listeners to go check out that video. Uh, Links arousing, pale face featuring Lady J. Um, yep. It was great having you on. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate this.
2: Thank you for having me. Thank you. Sharing guys. your
0: very inspirational stories. I, I appreciate it. Um, is there anywhere we know about wreckthesystem.net? Is there anywhere else you want people to go?
2: everything uh i'd say facebook facebook is where we are like the most active with our updates um so just wreck the system on facebook you find us there and we're on all the other ones twitter instagram uh snapchat i barely use that though i'm I'm gonna be honest (laughs) so snapchat is a weird place man (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, Yeah, but yeah, so I'd say Facebook, you know, you type in Wreck the System on Google, you'll find us everywhere. Cool. And Wreck wreck is with the W, like Wreck and Ralph is what I say. Wreck the System, spelled right.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, good luck with everything, and I'm sure some of our uh, listeners will be checking you out at your uh, conventions coming up.
2: Thank you so much, guys. Have a great one. I will be uh, checking you guys out as y'all progress as well.
0: (laughs) Right on. Thank you. Thanks, Lady Jack. All right. That was Lady J. Yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, she had a great story. Absolutely. And the video is cool. I'm not just blowing smoke. Lynx Arousing is a, is a fun little romp. And I think everyone knows I'm not a big hip-hop person, but that shit was funny. It was funny.
1: It was. I just had a, a fun time, not only with uh, the Lynx Arousing video, but some of uh, you know the songs and tokens and, and the other album catching uh, a lot of the game references that they, they were throwing into each of the songs.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Dig into that final fantasy album. It, it was, it was wild yeah. and how she ties it all into the real world in lyric. It's great.
1: Oh, that's what I meant to ask her too. And I totally forgot <laughs> The just the process of uh songwriting and, and like, what does it take? Like how long does it take for them to do a, a particular song and, what kind of hours she's putting in the studio I'd
0: like to go visit that studio. See what's doing there. Seems like it's hopping.
1: Yeah. We should have asked her about her equipment too.
0: Yeah. Well, why didn't you think of that?
1: Well, cause man put me <laughs> on the spot and I, I draw a blank a blank sometimes. <laughs> oh, well maybe next time she's on.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. Well, how about yourself? What's been going on today or the last couple of days?
0: Uh, well, you know, did some thrifting. Well, I don't know. That's why I was asking you <laughs> a little bit of thrifting. Nothing big to report. Um, drop some ducats on some uh, games there. Hey, you know, now that our pickup video is out, I can talk about the, the mystical X blocks. Yeah, real you really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Miss is not crystal that works in song. That that's well within the boundaries of uh Actually, I, I
1: think you had said mystical or something.
0: No. That's what your head construed it to. Oof.
1: Well <laughs> anyway, I think everyone agreed that your no. your hint was uh very poor. No, I don't think at so.
0: best. it was good. Anyways, I took it to work there to show it to you and uh, we noticed it was much dirtier than what I had originally thought, especially inside, because, you know, it's see-through, so you can see the dirt inside. This sucker must have been a workhorse, because that fan was super dirty. But uh, it works like a charm. I had it pumping out. I threw conkers in there, and I it was pumping out at like 720p on the TV. It looked amazing. Ran perfect. But, um, you know, you wanted me to pop it open and do a proper, I I think you should do a proper cleaning on that thing. Proper cleaning. However, a couple of the screws underneath you have to either, uh, like penetrate stickers or peel them back without wrecking them. If you want to keep the stickers perfect. And I, I I wouldn't want to mess up those stickers. So I really don't want to Mm. have to crack open the case. And as well, your partner, Emma, uh, the Transformers and Beer podcast mentioned that see-through plastics of a certain age get more brittle than, uh, you know, uh, a colored plastic would be. So I don't want to play with all that and, you know, my luck ended up cracking it or something. So I went to it last night and I got, had some old fashioned pipe cleaners and I got in the vents with the pipe cleaner. It actually worked. I got in there. Well, <laughs> I know you're good at cleaning the pipes. <laughs> oh, good one. <coughs> Look at you, I set Sweet. you up just like that. Yeah, and I took it.
1: Uh, yeah, so are you going to sell folks, me that thing or cleaners?
0: what? Uh, well, I have to still get a backup one. And then after the backup one, we'll be able to sell you that
1: one. So after you buy one more... The next one you find after that, you'll be able to sell to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Interesting. But actually, I have nowhere to put this uh, Crystal X box. That's the truth. So So
1: you can put it under your desk like I
0: do. Yeah, I think it'll be an under the desk thing for a little while to figure out something nice. I still have to to
1: finish my uh, game list cataloging. I've been transferring all my, my game lists. Uh, from Word document over to the Excel sheet that uh Derek from the two dorks uh posted on the cartridge club forum. And uh that's a real pain in the ass. Well I, sh- I should have paid you to do it for me.
0: Well I'm surprised you didn't maneuver Derek into doing it for you.
1: What do you what are you saying?
0: You always maneuver people into doing your no, work for
1: you. I do not to do my work for me.
0: Yes. You're a master at that.
1: Even if I'm paying for it, that's maneuvering someone to do the work (laughs) for me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping there's enough time here because I would love to get into how you were putting the stuff into your database. I got to witness it and immediately caught you cooking the books. I don't know why. No, I'm not cooking the books. Yeah. You were cooking the books. He was going along and entering values. He'd put in a game and uh, where he got it from. And then for the purchase price, he put zero and then fill in the rest and go to the next game where he got it from purchase price, zero. Now yeah, the purchase price couldn't have been zero. Well,
1: it was zero because it was free money. <laughs> no, that's
0: ridiculous. It was money.
1: Yeah. But it didn't come from, uh, it didn't come out of my pocket as in I had to spend time at work earning it.
0: But that's irrelevant. You should be keeping track of how much something is worth. So you can see at the end of it, how much you well, put in, how much I've you put gone in. back since. And I added a column on the far end of the word sheet
1: or the Excel sheet. Uh, and in that column, I put what I actually paid for the, the game.
0: <laughs> so you have a, a in column for, for lies and you no. have a truth column. <laughs> no, no. Sense no it's because no cuz then i can't put
1: actual price and then uh uh free price in the same column because it calculates it oh
0: my god free Do you price no uh, you're confusing everybody you know you're basically saying money that you have extra from either selling something um, like money you've earned through the hobby is free money to you and therefore you're not going to log it when you spend it which is weird You're overthinking things and cooking the books at the same time. I don't think you want to see a huge number at the end of your sheet when it says how much you purchased. I think that's what's going on.
1: Well, yeah, no, I don't want to see that either, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for my own mental record of I bought it. It was free money. So the game was actually free. So if I sell it again, it's still going to be profit.
0: That makes no sense. Uh, how many extra columns did you add to this thing? Is there a column of how you earned this extra money and how this extra money got earned and how many God. knees got broken for this money? I
1: got. I do have to monkey around and, and make some columns up, but then I got to play around with the calculations. So I got to be careful where I put them in. Probably more than likely throw them at the end of the spreadsheet so that I don't have to worry about any previous calculations uh, done earlier on in terms of what columns get shifted around. But yeah, I think I'm almost up to date. I just, I just have to catalog what systems I have, uh, what game boy games I have and what DS games I have. And then I should be good. Come up with a big, big final
0: total and we can talk about it. And you should be doing this for your stuff. Why, why are you not doing this? I'm really going to try. I, I almost put away a couple games today from this year and I thought, oh, gee, I got to keep track of this now. So I, I wrote some numbers down on an envelope. And, uh, Oh, cause you won't lose that, <laughs> but I'm only going to start from now. I'm not going back and filling in.
1: Well, how would you even remember? So you have to start from now, right? You're not like well, me. Who's been cataloging since I got back into it,
0: whatever. A couple of years ago. Well, I have the database of all the games, not necessarily the prices. Well, that's what's important—not what games. It's the
1: the prices and and all that stuff is what the whole database is really for. Yeah,
0: apparently. But you make up numbers on the prices, I, so again, I don't. It makes up sense to me. <laughs> I hope you um, put an example of your spreadsheet up on the forums found over at uh, CartridgeClub.org, so everyone can see. The madness that goes through your mind mm. why would you want that I, then people would see what i pay for stuff no no just do an example of all your crazy columns oh well or Derek uh, can I've, put together uh, a parody spreadsheet of what joe's imaginary uh, perfect spreadsheet would be
1: much like he put on uh your spreadsheet column uh what do you say uh prices or what did I? something with me ripping you off or something what was that again um i
0: don't know titles that joe screwed me on
1: oh that's right it was price that joe screwed bill on Mm -hmm.
0: because that goes in my negatives that's money i have to eat in reality you're still making profit on the game what how let's not get into this you're
1: making a little bit of profit or you're just breaking even with it which is what a bro price is especially when you don't care about it (laughs) nothing to say let's eh? get
0: your let's get your wife back on the show
1: no she's sleeping
0: (laughs) oh man anyways uh okay just quickly thrifting today we will have a pickup video because i did get a bunch of stuff um it was pretty cool i found uh well, I took a picture of some stuff I didn't buy. I don't know if you saw that, the stuff in the showcase at Value Village. Well overpriced. Um, Where'd you put this SNES up on Twitter? Stuff. Yeah.
1: Did you tag me on it?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I, tag, I tagged you on it. And well, Why would you not? I'm part of your thing. Someone donated a Super Nintendo and a bunch of games. And, of course, Value Village has to split it all up and put individual prices on every oh. single game overpriced a system which has got bastion corners and is caked in barn crap anyways but aside from that they did miss out and they gave me a really good price on uh well i guess i can't say what it is you know you gotta check out the pickup video but it rhymes with uh fame goy uh fame goy bowler that's what it rhymes with, so that was cool. That's my first one of those in my collection a fame a fame boy a fame boy uh, bowler game boy so color. I'll look for that in the next pickup video. I just
1: found your Twitter picture fifty nine bucks for a Super Nintendo with yellowed front controller ports as well as a crack on the front right corner dead center. Yeah. Both corners were cracked. Oh good. And what was the other picture here? Oh, look at these games. Doom red cartridge for twenty nine bucks. Uh Prince of Persia for twenty-four bucks.
0: Garbage. Spawn for thirty-four. Frank, Come on. No, everything was calculated eBay plus whatever they thought shipping would be. So they're way overpriced. Really? I had a 30% off card, and that still wouldn't have got me to where I'm comfortable.
1: Street Fighter 2 Turbo for 30 bucks. Donkey Kong Country 2 for 30 bucks. Wow.
0: But that'll be gone tomorrow. I bet you someone will snap that up. I bet you that Doom will be gone. I mean, at least the Super Nintendo wasn't up to... Like ninety nine dollars, at least they had that. You know, well, it's a what a shit condition too. So, mm. what would you rather have? Uh, you know, that at least isn't yellowed, except for the controller ports. But it has two cracked corners. Would you rather a non-yellowed cracked corner SNES or a yellowed SNES? And I don't even like to call it yellowed. I like to call it bronzed. Mm. Which would you rather have a perfect bronzed or uh a perfect white with uh or as you like to say bone white with cracked corners? Well, tough to say. Uh oh
1: man, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Jeez. I don't mind my bronze in one, man. It's I got it a it yellow bed.
1: You can still take it apart and try and whiten it.
0: No, it's nice. It's a nice color. Or, it's nice. Or tan. you get one of those uh, skins to cover it up. Get it. Why are we so against a tan nowadays? Well,
1: cause it's uh it's a, uh, it signifies uh degrading mm. of the, uh, mm-hmm. of the plastic of the case.
0: Right. Yeah, but maybe your uh, peroxide solution might degrade it even further.
1: Oh, it does. <coughs> but at least it'll be bone white or closer bone to white. it. Ah, uh, you and your bone white. What's this, uh, you saw, you found a Nintendo
0: Switch in a store? No, I was just at Walmart and the and the shelves were actually full of Nintendo Switch, so I thought it'd be worth taking a picture of. And Three I, said, sh- I. I said, should I? But that was really a test to uh, all the Twitter people to see how well they knew me. Because if they knew me, they'd obviously know that my protest against Nintendo is still in full effect due to their lack of stock of the the NES Classic Edition. I will not purchase any Nintendo product at the retail level because of this NES Classic debacle. That's my protest. I'm, I'm sticking to it. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love, peace and love. Hmm. well, I'm going through the rest
1: of your Twitter feed here, and uh I have to say, I'm not really
0: impressed with it. Well, yeah, you've been gangbusters yourself this last couple of days. same with your comments on our latest pickup video. You're really engaging with everyone I have I, I feel I've, I filled it all out. We released another pickup video one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the, do really? we? When? Oh, the other day. That's right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't gone to that one yet. Well, that's, I know why you're not going on that once because you clearly lost that pickup battle. So it's, it's hard for you to look at it. That's fine. Well, I'm still ahead in the numbers.
1: Mm. Mm, yep. I don't, I don't know about that. You know, I was, you know ask me what I did all day today. <laughs> Um, uh hey Joe. What did you do all day today? I am in the process of switching all my services over from Rogers to Bell. Oh right. Yeah, I forgot about that. So Monday this week the technician was over for three and a half hours to install my internet and cable. And then were you going crazy
0: for the whole time? Uh, I didn't honestly didn't think it would take that long. So I mean, you, you like you won't let me in your house, let alone a stranger to install cable. So well,
1: I wasn't happy that he came in, <laughs> but it was uh, I had to do it. And then on Tuesday. Uh, I still have the three cell phones that I need to pull over from Rogers. So I spent probably without a word of a lie, minimum of two hours, two and a half hours, either on the phone or on the phone on hold waiting to talk to multiple people in terms of unlocking my Rogers phones, uh, talking to, uh, our companies. uh, Uh, employee services to get confirmed discount rates, this and that calling the bell store to get their take on something, had to call Rogers twice. Uh, Yeah, literally probably a good chunk of almost an entire morning just on the phone getting these things done. And at the same time, trying to back up the phone to the iCloud,
0: which took about three hours per phone. Uh, Samsung uh, and Google do that automatically. So there's none of that that you have to worry about.
1: Apple gives you the option if if you want to do it or not, it doesn't force you to do it like Samsung does.
0: (laughs) When these people are in your house, did you offer them like lemonade?
1: No, it was one person to drink and uh, no. No lemonade. No lemonade. Normally (laughs) if it's like a, a big job, I'll, uh, more so like when the nice warm weather's come, it's like, hey, you want a nice cold drink? You want this or that? You want a coffee or something? And
0: uh, no, not this time though. So I had um, one. I'm curious. You went through this whole endeavor. We were really shocked how when you were canceling your one account that that company didn't come back and offer you whatever you wanted. Because like we know in the... Telecommunication business when you lose subscribers, uh, that's called churn, and that's like the worst thing for a for a telecommunications company is to have churn. So they usually will offer you anything, anything you want to keep you in the system, so that statistic doesn't go up. They weren't giving you any of that. Did they give you anything after it was canceled? Like, you know, we got one more chance, sir. Uh, can I offer you this?
1: Uh, the lady who was <coughs> unlocking my cell phones was very nice and, uh, actually congratulated me on being a, a, a customer with them for the past 11 years, 10 years, 11 years, whatever it was she said. And she was sorry to see me go and offered to upgrade my, uh, data package. <coughs> Uh, By giving me an extra three gigs. uh, But keeping my prices the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that seems to be the thing. Still didn't even come close to matching what I was going to get from my new provider. So, yeah, unfortunately, I thanked her and said, I appreciate you at least making the effort for it. Because when I was trying to stay with you guys for my other services, they were having none of it and didn't even offer anything
0: so yeah no i was just curious because we were all week you know every time your phone rang thing, oh this is them and they're gonna offer you the world but it never happened so well they, they
1: called the once and then they left a number for me to call back so it's like hmm i gotta do work and call you guys back now okay but i'll give you this credit um in hindsight i probably sort of switched over my Uh, my cell phones, uh, at least two years ago, because I would have saved a huge chunk of money.
0: And you're giving me the credit because I did tell you that two years ago. Yes. And I said it in a very diplomatic way. Not like I was into your business or anything, just as someone who's very wise, trying to guide a coworker. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I give you that. Uh, we'll ultimately have to flip flop back at some point too. Oh,
1: probably. Unless I think that's usually what happens, right? Yep. Company gets you for X amount of years and you go back to their competitor and then back and forth. It's all whoever just gives you the better rate.
0: It's, it's all about that churn thing, either when they're caring about it, they don't let anyone go. But when that doesn't become one of their prime objectives, then the retentions department just doesn't bother with anything.
1: Yeah. You think that would just be a major factor. Like that should be top priority. Number one on, on any list. If you want to try and beat your competitor, you have to keep customers away from them. Right.
0: No matter what the cost. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you're not only giving them a customer, you're losing customers. So you learn you lose twice over. So no good. And mm-hmm. and word of mouth too,
1: always plays a negative factor when other people listen to your complaints, right?
0: Mm. Well, enough on that uh, infomercial. Is that all you got for me? That's it. Well, <laughs> I, picked gonna... up some, I picked up some games too, but I'll show you later. Okay, cool. So lots lots to come in the next uh, pickup video. Does it, You got any rhymes or anything for a tease? Um, I heard P P two loves the tease. He waits through the entire episode to get a good tease. (coughs) He likes being tickled by it. Yep. Uh,
1: What can, what does mine rhyme with mine rhymes with (laughs) put me on the spot here. Uh, uh, mine rhymes with a station shoe. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Station shoe. Come on, that's so easy, dude. Wow. Okay. Well, believe me, it's way better than Mexico Plixel or whatever (laughs) you said about that Xbox (laughs) crystal. A station shoe. (laughs) Say it. Yeah. Say it so I know you heard it properly.
0: Yeah, I heard you. Say it. Why? but I don't understand if if what it is why you would need that. Fifteen thousand backups to the same thing. Why don't you say something uh what about that?
1: No, it's not uh, a system. I said I picked up games.
0: Oh well. But how's that a tease then?
1: Cheaper. Te- say,
0: say you got a what system that goes for? Well, say something cool like a uh mega bladder. I picked up a mega bladder look at this thing.
1: Hmm. You're not funny. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Wrap this puppy up. Well, I hope you appreciated all the work I did getting our last show up on, on YouTube. I'm assuming I'll be doing all the work again this week.
0: Uh, There's something about, it doesn't like to convert these Google hangout shows. Hmm online. So
1: there you have it, folks excuse train that I have to listen to every day.
0: Well, I saw the hard work you put into, it. I said, um, you threw it up and, uh, that's all you were going to do. I was out and about. So I'm like, look, dude, can you just make it public and fill in the info? Just grab the info from the last episode and whatever, which I did. No, no answer back. So we don't know if he's doing it. And then I happen to see it's up and yeah, he took last week's episode and pasted her all in there. He didn't change a single word. In fact, the same description as the last episode was on there. Really? Good good effort. I thought I just copied the,
1: um, the, uh, links. Did I copy the description too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Did you fix it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good job Christ
0: anyways people are liking the audio only I appreciate those folks going on YouTube checking it out rather than I don't know they don't prefer the pod beans so YouTube there is there as an option to listen to us and uh, well, don't let's forget, be
1: honest the pod beans only really do allow access to iTunes right so
0: yeah it creates the RSS feed you're right you're right Joe don't forget we have our store is still open over at, uh, Teespring. Is that where we're at? Teespring? Yeah. Teespring.com, uh, mm-hmm. slash stores slash STC pod.
1: Uh, don't forget. I'm also looking for donations game wise. If anyone wants to contribute a game to me and have me review it, <laughs> uh, I <laughs> yeah, accept donations.
0: <laughs> yeah. But he'll never play. Yeah. Okay. Never donate to this guy please. Um, all right, man. All right. Good show. I guess, uh,
1: as of time of this recording, I will see you tomorrow at work.
0: Yeah, most likely.
1: I'm going to go off to
0: Stardew Valley for a little bit. No, please go to sleep right now. Please go to sleep right now. Come on. It's early. (laughs) No, it's not. Go to sleep right now, please. I got to work with you tomorrow. All
1: right. I'll go take some of my melatonin and go to bed. Yeah, me too. All right, do it. Okay, Grouchy. Post it
2: and post it.